We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to a Candlestick Chronicles news break. I'm Chris Biederman. The 49ers will welcome back a familiar face when they host the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday night. All-pro defensive tackle DeForest Buckner will be playing his first game against San Francisco since he was traded to the Colts in the spring of 2020, just over a month after playing with the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Buckner spoke to Barrier reporters this week and offered his thoughts on getting traded and indicated his goal was always to stay with San Francisco. Buckner had won the two most prestigious team awards, the Len Eshmont and Bill Walsh awards, and was regarded as highly as any player behind the scenes and on the field in recent memory. I look at that part of it, I mean, it really did teach me a lot about the business side of things, you know what I mean? Like you said, I felt like I did all the right things on and off the field. Um, you know, obviously I wanted to be there long term, you know, it was a, the team that drafted me, you know, organization that drafted me and everything. And, you know, I, when you draft it to an organization, I mean, you know, your initial thoughts are, you know, I want to be here until I retire. But, I mean, unfortunately, you know what I mean, it didn't shake out that way. I mean, that's just the nature of the business. And, um, you know, it's a, the things, you know, that's, that's, you know, that kind of sucks with the whole, you know, salary cap situation. And, um, you know, I'm, I mean, it, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm very happy at where I'm at. You know, I found a great place here in Indianapolis. Um, you know, I, I was very fortunate that, you know, uh, this organization, which is a great organization, you know, uh, looked at my film and, you know, saw what I could bring to the table and, you know what I mean, uh, appreciated me. So that, that made me feel really good. On the team's end, head coach Kyle Shanahan and general manager John Lynch decided to use the money saved by not paying Buckner to bring back pending free agents Eric Armstead and Jimmy Ward. Plus, they used the number 13 pick in the 2020 draft they received in the trade for Buckner to take his replacement, Javon Kinlaw. Shanahan on Wednesday was asked to revisit the decision to trade Buckner. Yeah, I mean, I miss Buck a lot, knew we would. Um, that was a very tough decision, not one that we wanted to do. Um, one that going through all the situations, looking at the money, the contract, or the salary, the salary cap that year. We just came off a big season with how well our defense played, and we had a number of guys um, that we thought that were um, up that year as unrestricted free agents. They, they weren't two years away. Um, we also knew we had guys in the future we had to pay, so um, wanted to keep Buck bad. Um, but we had to look at all that stuff and that went into it. And, you know, there's lots of things that go into it, but, you know, it wasn't something we were high-fiving or anything over after it happened. You know, it came down to, you know, do you want to pay this amount of money to one guy or 
Um, do you want to keep two of the guys you already have that you will lose and plus add a 13th pick in the draft? Um, so it had nothing to do with not valuing Buck or anything like that. It was the situation of that year and that we didn't want to lose two players and a 13th pick in the draft. So that's really what the tough decision we had to make. Buckner signed a four-year, $84 million deal with the Colts soon after the trade. Beforehand, he told the 49ers he was willing to sign to a slightly smaller deal to stay, but ultimately Lynch and Shanahan decided that money would be better used by bringing back multiple players. You know, I mean, it was just, I mean, it was just a simple conversation, you know, um, just like the, the way that, you know, I mean, salary cap and, you know, um, little things like that, um, you know, our conversation, you know, it was just kind of a, I mean, it was a numbers thing, um, you know what I mean? Um, personally, um, I mean, when I had my conversation with John, I, um, we sat down and I told John, you know, look, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I know my agent's telling me, you know, I'm worth this, but I'm, I'm obviously, I'm, you know, I'm able to meet in the middle, um, you know, some way, somehow, I don't want to be here, um, but, you know, I, I didn't want to take, you know, too big of a, you know, too big of a pay cut to where I know, I know what I'm actually worth because, you know, I had a baby on the way. Um, you know, I got to think of, you know, my, my family, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, when you're, you know, it's, it's like you doing your job. I mean, you know, you deserve a pay raise or little things like that. I mean, um, you're not going to sell yourself short. You're not going to say, you know what, I'm going to just take the pay cut. I mean, uh, so I, I was looking at, you know, I was looking out for my family, um, at the end of the day. And, um, unfortunately, I mean, it, it just didn't go the way you really wanted it to. And, um, it's just, like I said, it's the nature of the business. And as expected, the trade will serve as an extra motivator for Buckner when he returns to Levi Stadium as a visitor for the first time. I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, you know, definitely, um, you know, maybe have a chip on my shoulder for sure. You know, when I left, um, you know, I, I mean, a little fire under me, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, it maybe, you know, it made me want to prove, um, you know, not to just them, but also to the, you know, to the Colts. You know what I mean? That, um, you know, they're they're going to get a hell of a player when they, you know, when they signed me and everything. And um, it was really not really proving against them. I was just proving it to the Colts. You know, I mean, this is why you paid me. And um, this is what I can bring to the table, you know, from, you know, from on the field, off the field, a leadership aspect, everything. In opting to re-sign Armstead and Ward and draft Kinlaw, the 49ers took a risk in moving on from a future All-Pro in Buckner. To date, Kinlaw and Armstead have combined for six sacks since the start of the 2020 season. Buckner had nine and a half in his first season with the Colts and his two through six games this year. The 49ers took Kinlaw with the 14th overall pick after trading back one spot with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They tapped Iowa offensive lineman Tristan Wirfs, who was named an All-Pro as a rookie while helping Tom Brady capture his seventh Super Bowl. Kinlaw was reportedly flagged by multiple teams for having knee issues leading into the draft, which are still bothering him. Kinlaw had surgery after his rookie season and is continuing to deal with it today. He's been in and out of practice since the start of training camp and his knee condition appears to be hindering his development. Yeah, the, the whole year has been managing it, you know, and that's why I know he's been frustrated because, I mean, uh, there's no one's upset with um, Kinlaw right now. He's, it's been unfortunate with what happened and the setbacks of some of the surgeries and stuff. And when you think it's right, just that it hasn't been out there on the field. So we've had to really manage him throughout training camp, throughout the season, hoping that would get it better. And uh, it, just, it just hasn't so far. At quarterback, the 49ers are expecting veteran starter Jimmy Garoppolo to be back under center for the first time since suffering a calf injury October 3rd against the Seahawks. His return comes at a good time given rookie Trey Lance is unlikely to be available after suffering a knee sprain in his starting debut before last week's bye against the Arizona Cardinals.
The main concern for Garoppolo was being able to push off his right leg, which he struggled to do when he suffered a high ankle sprain to the same leg last season. Uh, yeah, pushing off of it, uh, just those quick, you know, little jerky movements, I guess you could say. Just, uh, yeah, didn't want to push it too much last week, but I think during the bye week, we've really made some big strides, so I'm happy with where it's at. For more discussion and analysis of these topics and many more, continue listening to the Candlestick Chronicles podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I'm Chris Biederman. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.